Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the What You Got podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I'm Jordan Palmer, joined as always by Charlie Budd, and today we're talking about the third highest grossing film of all time, Avatar, The Way of Water. The sequel took over a decade to bring to theaters, and following its release worldwide, its box office success has secured the creation of a third film for the franchise. But its lengthy hiatus has some questioning why the film warrants a franchise in the first place. Bud, I'd like to start there, following a quick overall assessment of the film from you. So, thinking about your thoughts on Avatar 2, what you got? All right, before we jump into spoiler territory, I will give ah, I like your heads at. all overall spots. So be warned, guys, we will eventually talk about spoilers, but for now you can just listen to this uh, little review, spoiler-free. So, I know uh, probably most people probably have already seen this movie. It's been out I imagine like so. two, this three months now, four months, I don't yeah. even know. Uh, anyways, my theater was still packed, though, I will say. I'm trying to think if mine was... Yeah, dude, I guess my theater was packed, too. What am I talking about? Wait, when did you see it? I saw it two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, my theater was yeah. still packed when I uh, I uh, I saw it. Like, um, I was kind of surprised. I mean, I wonder how many people were there seeing it again. Um, yeah, it's it's like, true. Isn't it's it, true. like, already the most highest-grossing film of all time now? Like, No, I thought it was number three. Oh, it was number three? Sorry, yeah, yeah, completely yeah. derailed the opening. You were uh, so good. <laughs> Everybody... <laughs> Sorry, people, but yes. Yeah, it's, no, uh, it's number three. Wow. That's yeah, that's what I thought. I did my research before the intro. There you go. There you go. It's still got 500 million to go to catch up to Avengers Endgame. So yeah. um, maybe it'll do it. Uh, anyways, so my thoughts on the way of water. Um, so I saw it in 3D. I don't know if you did uh, Heck or not. yeah, bud. There's no other way to watch it. There's no it. other way to watch it. So... <laughs> Visually, truly incredible. I uh, there are definitely aspects of this movie that I liked. There are definitely aspects of this movie that I absolutely did not like. Um, <laughs> part of that is unfortunately, once again, the story. Um, it kind of felt like a retread of the first movie in terms of like the themes and the elements that it's on. Uh, you know, of like you know American imperialism bad. Don't even know how many people are going to pick that up from the movie, but that is kind of what the theme is. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I was picking it up. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you definitely have more uh, analytical depth than for most people. <laughs> Palmer, I don't <laughs> know. You, don't know how many people are going to pick that up on the. I'm calling too many people dumb. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there, I mean, it kind of retreads these themes again uh, throughout the film, like. It's like the same almost cartoonish villainry of the first movie, uh, and I didn't really like that aspect of it. Um, that mm. was a real kind of bummer to me, uh, since like the movie it pretty much opens up quite quickly, and you kind of know what it's about in the sense of like, you know, oh, it's it's the it's the it's the humans from Earth again being just terrible terrible people. Um, <laughs> And then it's just like, oh, really, we're going down this track again. And like, if he does this for three more films, I'm going to be very annoyed. And I think, I don't think he's going to, but I was hoping that Way of Water was also not going to be this. I didn't know anything going into this movie, honestly. I barely watched a trailer for this. Um, so the things that I did like about this movie, what are the things? Obviously, visually, this is an incredibly visually stunningly beautiful movie. It's. Especially if you watch it in 3D, it's like marvelous. It's like, you know, it never ceases to amaze me. James Cameron's very imaginative mind for the world that he has created. Um, and it's really awesome to see all the, like, the lush landscapes and like really updated technology. I love the parts that we got to explore other parts of Pandora. Like, you know, we were very, very focused on the forest. And I feel like the first movie maybe kind of like flashed a couple of other locations because if i recall in the first movie like doesn't jake go around to other tribes to rally against like Good memory uh, everyone i uh read a little recap before i watched this movie oh. um but i didn't i don't even think that was in the recap to be honest because it's kind of like a small blip it doesn't matter necessarily um yeah 
So it was cool to kind of go to another like tribe of Navi and to see how um, not only how they like look different, but like how they're culturally different. And I thought that was kind of like an interesting um, spin because I honestly, I mean, it's been a long time since I saw the first Avatar, but I really thought everyone like all the Navi looked the same in that movie when they were going around like gathering gathering all the other tribes and stuff like that. Um, but anyways, I guess not as we clearly see, I don't remember the name <laughs> of the tribe, but they all do look different. Um, and they're like much more inhabited with like the way of water as the title mm. of the movie suggests. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was well, well named, well named there. <laughs> um, and, uh, like for me, that was like my favorite part of the movie was like everything that didn't have to do with earth villainry kind of types um i just thought it uh i like the exploration of like the like a whole different culture and just like you know and kind of exploring the you know different way of life and like kind of like the whole fam familial aspect of the movie like between like the solis and i did kind of like that like jake wasn't really the main character of the film i felt like it was much more of like an ensemble cast of the kids being a much mm. bigger focus this time around, but uh, overall, some good, some bad. Um, but you know, it, it it was fun. It was a fun movie experience. Um, definitely to see it in like a three D. But what were your thoughts, Paul? No, dude, I actually echoed a number of your your thoughts there, and I will say I have I have a theory about you know why Jake wasn't necessarily the the main character in this particular film. But starting off with the visuals, dude, stunning. It's just amazing when you think about the fact that likely none of what you saw was like, like they didn't use, they weren't filming an ocean. Mm -hmm. They weren't filming, they may be like filming people with just suits and, you know, other tracking marks or whatever. But like they literally built all of those sequences on a computer, which is incredible. That is insane. Like technology mm -hmm. is absurd. So got to give that like an 11 out of 10. Fire, fire. To your point, dude, it's just, it's so sad. I, I respect a good villain. Like, I respect a villain who, even, like, a villain who doesn't necessarily have, like, a motive. Because, honestly, in some, in some cases, those can be the scariest ones. Because it's like, I don't know what the line is. I don't know if they're going to be calm for one second or just go completely crazy and do something, you know, outrageous. So, I understand the thinking of these villains and these, like, humans. But, like, it boils down to greed and... I like a good greed kind of driven villain, but at the same time, this is such like commercial greed. So I can't really like, you know, it, it feels a little bit less legitimate in terms of how much has gone into this movie and everything else. Like, I feel like they kind of just phoned that one in a little bit. Yeah, because it's like the same theme from the first movie was commercial greed. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't know if that's just something that, you know, James Cameron has drawn a line in the sand and is like, this is what's the worst thing in the world and we're gonna make sure you all know that or what the deal is there, but I'm like, I get it. I get it, you know, commercial greed, yeah, it's it's not good. Um, but uh dude, characters, I loved the the the, the novelty of the new like the kids and kind of seeing the world from their perspective. And it was also interesting to note like the half breed kind of like deal. So mm. it's like they were technically full avatar, but one was like a human. So I didn't realize in the first one, maybe that wasn't the case, but like five fingers denotes that you. Yeah. Are I didn't realize that human. at all. I right? thought they all did have five fingers. Like exactly. Why? I guess like, cause you know, humans have five fingers. So they probably like when they have the avatar programs, we'll just make the things have five fingers. Like, yeah, exactly. even we though I'm like too freaked out. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, we don't, um, I didn't re recall that honestly yep. from the first movie. Um, now I'm I've seen to find... that first movie a bunch. Like, <laughs> not like I've gone out of my way to, but every time it's on, it was on TV on like FX. My dad would watch it, and if I was in the room, I would watch it. So it was like, all right, I'm watching this. So that's why I knew when you talked about like the other tribes after Jake captured the like big red. Uh, what is it like? Uh, I think we we'll call them dragons. Whatever they ride, banshees. There you go. Mm -hmm. He captured the big red banshee and he flew like across the planet, just recruiting people. And I don't remember them looking like very different. But 
I did appreciate that nuance in this movie. Mm-hmm. And like you said, dude, the way of what, like they were almost amphibious, but it was interesting that they like, they didn't have gills or anything. So they were still very much like Navi. Yeah. So it was possible for Jake and his family to kind of start integrating into their society and, and learn the ways of water. Mm-hmm. Once again, what an incredible name for a film. What? Incredible uh, name. <laughs> Next one's going to be book two earth. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Jake can save the world. <laughs> and then he vanished. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's why they're getting the kids in there because he's going to vanish. He's going to go on the ice. I mean, it's not an unheard of thing. Apparently, James Cameron has been talking about how they're like, there's an evil group of fire Navi. I'm like, dude, Shut the me. fire nation is attacking. Oh, no, freaking away. <laughs> I need one with like a scar to be like, honor. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. No, James Cameron, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Sorry, continue. Oh no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but I did love looking at the new like the traditions of the like water-based Navi, all their little like sea animals that they actually rode around like the banshees. And then um I thought it was interesting, I forget the name of them, but basically the giant creatures that are like their soul brothers and sisters that are Oh, like, the Taruk or whatever? Because it's the like Taruk. The, the name of the fourth movie, allegedly. Uh, what the But oh. yes, if that's the name, then yes, the Taruk, the little like manatee looking things that were mm-hmm. basically as smarter, if not smarter than humans. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a fascinating point. So I did appreciate that. And they I mean they put a lot in Or the Tolkien, like, sorry. Uh, right. like J R R? Well T U L K U N. Okay. <laughs> different spelling, different spelling. But yeah, no, so I uh I, I did I did like that. I thought that was cool. Um in terms of the timing of it, and this is a question I wanted to bring up with you, that movie was long. And I mean, I was locked in for the most part. There were definitely those slower moments where I was like, man, we are we are still up in this and we have not like really hit a climax. Um, but then there were other parts where I was like, oh, like, cool, cool, cool. So in terms of thinking about this film, it's like three hours long, dude. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about that? It kind of flew by for me, weirdly enough. Okay. Like, I don't know. Okay. I was really enjoying the um, – I mean, I did have – I do actually kind of recall like thinking like – Wow, we're focusing a lot of time like away from the whole like human conflict. Um, yep. And part of me was like kind of glad. <laughs> I was, like, no, no, I, I, yeah, because I was, I was just like there. really uh, digging the other like storylines about uh, you know the kids and like their adaptation yeah. into that culture. Um, and I do kind of think. Like I don't think this is much of a spoiler, but like I do thought I did think it was kind of weird that like Jake and his family decided to just like peace out at, from like Whoa. their home when like right? like don't you have like an entire I don't like community there like isn't like aren't you like the leader of like a tribe of people like I'm confused yeah and like why is your absence gonna stop them like what? What exactly do you think is going to change just because, like, you think that there's, like, I mean, I don't want to, like, get into many spoilers, even yeah, though all this kind of happens within the first, like, five minutes of the film. But yeah, very much so. Um, very much so. it is still kind of like a surprising, like, oh, um, kind of yeah. moment. Um, it, it was just, like, weird to me. I'm like, I feel like this James didn't James Cameron or whoever was writing these just didn't know of a way or, or another way to get the characters out of the forest into like a uh. new zone in even though like i personally think it would have been a lot more interesting if we kind of felt like dealt with more like the geopolitical situation of pandora and like you know the, yep. kind of how the tribes like see and view yeah, each other dude. um you know especially since like not... oh yeah go ahead oh i was just saying because they're, they're clearly not in like constant communication as we saw so like how mm-hmm. do they interact but yeah sorry continue yeah and like i just want to know more about like the world and like the culture of like all these different places like isn't it huge this planet like and there seems to be hundreds of tribes on like you know the like even within this like island culture area that they said that you know when the the humans were coming they you know they were going town or village to village just like you know raising hell and yeah like you know that that mean that that's just like but they're all part of i forget the name of the tribe but like they're all part of like that way of water culture um 
So like, it seemed like there's a lot of tons of different nations and like, I want to learn more about that. And I feel like they really just wanted to hammer home, like, you know, uh, corporate greed, American imperialism for self interest, like corporations kind of things like that. Um, because you know, James Cameron is a huge environmentalist kind of dude. And he's also, um, he's a big hippie tree hugging kind of dude as well. He's <laughs> like, kind of he, he's like kind of like a, uh, um, he's like definitely anti-American imperialism kind of guy. He's written, and he's also like really pro native American rights dude. As oh, well. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why he's like making these movies. Like the first, one, the first one, the first one, yeah. <laughs> it's like the first one was very much like the plight of the Native Americans during, uh, Amer- like when, you know, we came yeah. over. <laughs> Westward expansion, baby, manifest yeah. destiny. Yep. And uh, but the second one, I think, you know, plays into that theme a little bit. Um, but I also feel like it's not that, and simultaneously that. It still yeah. plays into like humans kind of bad. There's still like this, or we're going to try to make this planet our home. Like there's like that line that's dropped at some point. Like, yeah. like I'm like, wait, why are we not focusing on this more? But I'm like, we're doing what now? You can't even breathe here. Bro, I'm like, what is the play? What is the play? If you guys can make it here, is there, like, is Mars not feasible? Like, what's, what's, going, what's, saying, what's, what's going on? What is or going Venus? On? Or like, literally exactly. any or other any planet? Any other planet? <laughs> Thank you. Y'all. That don't have like, I don't know, whole oh cultures. <laughs> exactly. They can literally tap into the freaking like landscape with their ponytails. Yeah. Come on now. Um, oh, crazy. It's just, I'm crazy. like, okay, wait, what? And then. But there's also like a corporate greed kind of standpoint because you like meet those whalers essentially, what the yeah, Pandora's dude. version of whalers, and they're like they just, you know, very tragically, Suck. you know, you know, hunt those Tolkien and uh, all to make people not age. It's just kind of like Bro. for the hyper wealthy, you know, for sure. That is crazy but like something we would totally all get behind like mm, yeah i mean I'm, i mean some people you would ask them like would you live forever if you could i feel like there are some people who would say no i actually think a lot of people say no yeah i would feel like that would eternity would be like oh, oh gosh <laughs> sorry i got sick just thinking about that but living yeah. forever yeah yeah who wants to do that Good. certainly longer than 100 years for me but i don't know if i uh would want to live necessarily forever, but uh, depends on what's happening. Give me happening. 105. I want to live to see. No, I'm saying days. like I would live for like two, three hundred. You know, really? Okay, I, I would. Yeah, put two, three up. That's cool. I, I, would, I mean, as long as my quality of life is like. Yeah, two, as long as my quality of life is maintained. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I want to be like Detroit though, like live a hundred <laughs> years and just die. <laughs> like, live a oh century, baby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want to see. I want to see 2100. Bro, that would be dope, right? It would be Maybe pretty we'll cool. Have I'd have then. to make it to 106. But... Yeah, you would do it, I believe. Technology, oh, yeah. crazy. Aging technology is getting wild. Or there's decent research behind it. Crazy aside here, they say that a child born in this day and age has a 50% chance of living to 100 or, or older. Yeah, I mean, I was even reading. I mean, I don't remember how like concrete this was, but someone. Some biologist was like, the first person to live to a thousand's already been born. Okay, let's. I'm like, yeah, let's like let's. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna Google that real quick. Quick little yeah, a thousand. Uh, come on now, a millennium. You're telling me someone's gonna live. What is this, Aragon? What is this? What is this? The elves from like Lord of the Rings? Get out of here with that. Oh my gosh, too much. So this person's name is <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> Because uh, this is not real. So he Oops. is named Aubrey David Nicholas Jasper D. Gray. is an English author and biomedical ger- gerontologist, which is concerned with the biological aging process, its evolutionary origins, and potential means to intervene in the process. The term. Okay, sure. Um, he is an adjunct. If Joker prof- kicks it, he's at like, like a fifty. I'm gonna be upset. He's like 60 years old. 
Um, but okay. he is an adjunct professor at the Moscow Institute of Physics and Technology. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, Moscow? Yeah, as in what? But he's, Russia. he's from Britain. Hey, he's they can go anywhere, man. I know. Go anywhere. Anyways, he <laughs> said um, that the first person to live to a thousand has already been born. Um, but that's just one dude. You know? I'm just like, the human body could not maintain anything for like 200 years. Golly, yeah, no, I don't know. Unless you're like a, like a cyborg. That he, work, he just but. thinks that aging is like, a, it's a disease that you can cure. And then he thinks that um, anti-aging treatments will be so revolutionary within our lifetime that yeah. we will be able to live to like a thousand. I remember reading about this back in the day. I was like, this guy's kind of wild. Back when I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, God, I think, yeah, it was like 2017. Um, Do you know how destructive that would be for the planet if like everybody could live to a thousand and we're continuing to like reproduce and have like new people who live to a thousand? Like we're already taking up a lot of natural resources as this. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of countries that have like, uh, you know, aging populations because, and younger people aren't um, having, having kids. Uh, Japan is one. I think Russia is also another one too. Yeah, I think and even China, like think, South well. Korea is also yep. one. Um, and like soon, uh, the United States, I believe, will be a country like that. Um, I would not be surprised. I think it's inevitable <laughs> yeah, when I mean, you it's... have a massive um, wealth disparity. Happening. Bro, we're at eight billion people on this planet. It's crazy. <laughs> yep, that is, uh, that is true. That is true. But anyways, back I love how, to... So. I was going to say, yeah, I love how all this came from Avatar. <laughs> the way of water. Um, yeah, no, so uh, that's overall thoughts. Um, I thought it had beautiful moments. I thought there were some slower moments too, but uh, I enjoyed the film. I mean... Yeah. What, did you, what, do you like, what do you think about like the, the themes kind of in this movie kind of like being retreaded again? Like, do you think, like, uh, what are your hopes when, you know, see, like, what did you think about the themes kind of being retreaded? What were you expecting out of this movie? And, like, what do you hope that they kind of go into a different direction? Because once we get into, like, spoiler territory, I have a lot of, like, uh, concerns, theories, kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay, same, same. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I think that the only reason that they retraced so many of the same themes from the first one is because it's been, like, 13 years mm-hmm. since like the original came out. So I think James Cameron just wanted to remind you of like what you're dealing with. Uh, so that's like where my, my head goes to there. I was a little like, man, we're doing this all over again. Like same people, same kind of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was lacking freshness, but you know, I, I got through it. I got through it. I think literally number two. So the way of water was just kind of a confirmation of idea. Like, to confirm that okay people still do have interest in this franchise and we can continue to kind of explore it in subsequent films so it was just kind of like confirmation for uh james cameron that you know he, he still got it what yeah. do you think yeah i mean i was definitely disappointed as i've mentioned i think once we get into spoilers you'll definitely see what i mean by very disappointed um in I'm this so regard because uh, it is it's just silly um but the like i understand like it's a definitely a, an interesting topic to talk about and like bring up again as well right like you know criticisms of like american imperialism especially you know 13 14 years later you know 2009 when you're making these criticisms like we're in iraq we're in afghanistan you know and uh, both of those are um you know like American imperialism kind of, you know, Iraq specifically was all about oil. As we know, it was just, uh, you know, us going into a country, invading it, you know, and like just taking its natural resources under a false pretense of the Iraq having weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, um, <laughs> And like the same thing with like, you know, Afghanistan, like these wars were, or at least Afghanistan was, you know, a response of um, 9-11. Uh, except um, pretty much everyone involved in 9-11 was a Saudi Arabian Saudi national. Arabian. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, with the exception, I think, of bin Laden. Uh, mm. And 
and so but Saudi Arabia is like a, you know an ally quote unquote <laughs> so uh, you know we don't really want to piss them off because they have all the oil and um, so we were like we gotta do something I don't really know but anyways um, so I think that had a little bit more of like a hitting home point in 2009 even though I think a lot of people drew the comparisons to uh, Manifest Destiny and the plight of the Native American tribes under uh, at the time English colonizing imperialists so uh, like this movie is trying to hit on that trend again but it doesn't do it as effectively because of the cartoonish villainry and almost a mm. sense of like personalization of like that villainry it's like there's no real point to it other than um like it's personal and uh yeah. and like and they kind of touch a little bit on like the capitalistic like you know ideal of stripping a planet of its like resources and its like own beauty um which is something that like i feel like we do from like an environmental standpoint quite often um and we don't really like think about it that like terribly but uh yeah it was just I understand why he wanted to do it, like, because he's clearly someone who cares about this and spent the last 10 years in between these movies diving to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> Going down. He loves water. James Cameron loves water. <laughs> Once again, what a great name. The Way of Water. Way of Water. Oh, I mean, man. James Cameron wanted to be make a movie in water. Like, he just wanted to yep. do that. He couldn't stop yeah, at the abyss. Titanic. He needed to make a whole other movie. Bro, he also had the Titanic. He, yeah, he's had yeah. A, a couple of those mofos. <laughs> he loves water. It's his he wettest films. He makes. He also wet. made Aquaman, dude. <laughs> <laughs> An entourage. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because he makes all these it wet totally, films. It totally does. <laughs> and they all start with like the letter A, so like or A or T. A or so, T. Yeah. Did you get that from like the little movie trivia before the uh, the Avatar two showing? Because Wait, what? No, there was like some comedian was like saying previously on Avatar, and he like talks about <laughs> James Cameron's like James Cameron's um career, which was like you know hearing his career and like you can't even do that today, you know like because he used to be a um a truck driver out of Canada, and what? he quit his job to just somehow go work. As a special effects artist in California. Okay. How okay, do you make that transition from being a guy who drives trucks <laughs> to being a dude who does special effects for Star Wars? Bro had a lot of time out on the road, man. He was just getting his life <laughs> together on those miles during those miles, man. Like I just feel like in 1970, that was much more like of an achievable dream to just be like, well. I don't need to have some STEM background to go be like a special effects guy. I can just do it. And like, <laughs> I could just, qu I was a truck driver. <laughs> like, yup. Go what was your previous role when he's interviewing? Uh, I was a, tr a truck driver. <laughs> oh, it's like, and how was that? Well, it was long hours, you know, yep. a lot of driving, <laughs> um, you know, cross, cross, cross country. Yeah. It was uh, Canada, Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not the states. Let's uh, not be the clear. Canada, let's see, no. Um, <laughs> but and it's just like, yeah, you do that today, and they'd be like, well, do you have a degree in physics? Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, no, I don't. <laughs> well, this job requires a lot of physics, so got to be able to calculate, you know, all the. Uh, you know, objects moving in a 3D space. And, also, uh, are you willing to work for pennies on the dollar <laughs> to barely scrape by a living? Yeah, you're not only do you need a, you know, a degree in math or some STEM field, but we're going to pay you nothing. Yeah, likely. yeah. <laughs> so good luck with those loans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. yeah and it'd be better uh... if you have, like, a master's, too. <laughs> <laughs> Really rack up that bill. <laughs> just get it as high yeah, as you Sorry, can. We, we we just got word from Stanford that they need more money. So, <laughs> you know, they they just need to, and the banks too, you know, they need the loans so, so they can charge you sky high interest rates. And it's totally legal Good. somehow. 
Good, good luck with that, friend. <laughs> You'll be drowning in debt for the rest of your life. But hey, you can say you worked on a habit jar. I was going to say, <laughs> welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's crazy. I never knew that. Yeah, I mean, you can't do that today. But I was just like listening mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's there's no way that's all he did. And now I'm like, I want to read it because there's just like you're telling me this guy was just like was seeing like the star like i don't know some movie i think it was i forget what movie it was like he was like no i'm gonna go do that respect and it was just like respect that yeah i do respect that i mean it's crazy how did he do it (laughs) bro de niro apparently when he was 17 like i forget what movie he watched but he watched it he walked out with his friends and like i'm gonna be an actor and they're like Okay, haha, good one, Bobby. And then, like, Omi just went to acting school, and here we are today. Okay, so apparently, all he did was he learned about special effects by reading other students' work on optical printing or front screen projection or dye transfers, anything that related to film technology at the library. And then, after seeing Star Wars, he quit his job and somehow got a job as a special effects. Jeez. This is absurd. This is absurd. It was meant to be. Anyways. It was meant to be. Yeah. Back to Avatar. Avatar is taking us in many Yeah, we're going all over the place today. I know. (laughs) It's the way of water, man. It is the way of water. Um, Ultimately, how would you, like, sorry, what what was I saying? Oh, where do you think, you know, where would you, where where, where were you expecting from this movie? Bro, I was just like, oh, we're going to start, I guess, seeing other parts of Pandora. That's what I thought, too. And we kind of did. Explore. Yeah, we did. 100%. Uh, 100%. 100%. Like, we saw the beach. <laughs> we, saw the, we saw their hut. We saw the ocean. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot of ocean. Which I've seen ocean. ocean before. I have too. Both on our planet and I guess now on uh, Pandorum. So, uh, Pandora. So, yeah. But, um, no. So, it was cool getting into that. I thought that it was going to be less of a, as you already alluded Less of a Jake Sully and fam fleeing and more of a like, well, let's broker a deal and here's some of the other tribes and this is how we're learning to coexist and, you know, be the chieftain of not only the Navi people in the forest, but also the people over here, too. Also, That's like, what I thought. I was surprised they didn't, like, rally the troops again like he did in the first movie. Bro, 100%. I'm like, what are we doing? Let's get the fam together. Yeah, like, this concerns everybody, like, doesn't it? Yes! <laughs> They're yes! like, he, the, the, the whole point of like this whole, like, cause the thing is the, his insurgency was before he was introduced to the main villain. And mm-hmm. like, this was happening for like a year where he's like fighting like a rebel unit against, you know, more, you know, you uni- know, earthlings coming to Pandora to set up a base camp and apparently to make Pandora the next home for humanity for whatever. Makes not a lick of sense. <laughs> Makes no sense. Everything can't in breathe. that forest can kill you. Yeah. You can't breathe the air. Like, what's going on here? Are we going to build a city with walls? Like, what's going on? Knew, yeah, what? <laughs> what? No sunlight. We domes? Sunlight. We making domes here? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, buddy, come on now. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know where they're going with all that. And so, like, yeah, I can understand he's, like, fighting that off and stuff. But, like, why doesn't he rally everyone else like he did in the movie from... You know, 2009, where he's like, you know, uh, doing uh, things. Um, I can't even remember. Well, like he's he 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 flew around and got all the tribes together and did all that stuff. And uh, why is that? Why is it not happening in this movie? Yeah. Like why? You know, why is he just doing this by himself with like his tribe only? Why is it only centrally located in the forest? Like, is there not other parts of this planet that the humans land on? Like, I just don't get <laughs> it. Um, why is it also, always imagine here? It's a big planet. Yeah, I was like, it's a big planet. How the heck do they keep ending up like right by Jigsaw? Yeah. Who am I? Who am I to question these things? But exactly. Um, all right. Yeah. Any other? Thoughts? I was gonna say before we start getting into spoiler territory. I um yeah, let's just let's jump into the spoilers. All right, people, you've been warned. We're switching over to spoiler territory, so buckle up. All right, bud, let's the real. What you got? What you got? Okay, why is Quaritch back? Bro, 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 bro. Literally, dude. I'm sorry. I just had like a moment, <laughs> like my brain trying to like get out a good answer. I was wondering the exact same thing. I said. And for those of you who don't remember, that's the guy who was like the main villain in the the one with the scars on his his head. Like, bro, 
I said, I know this Joker ain't, ain't back, ain't back from the dead. And I imagine that technology is pretty good if you can basically like craft a whole like Navi person from like, I guess, gene placing or whatever it may be. But like, how in the hell do you, <laughs> wow, that just kind of slipped out. How do you crack, get somebody's memories completely and then put them in one of those? That made not a lick of sense to me. I mean, the technology is just so advanced, Palmer. It just, it just works. All right. The idea like, of like transferring memories has been played around like altered carbon. Maybe. Yeah, I think that was the show. Yeah. But I'm like, still, dude, mm-hmm. like, so we can do that, but we can't figure out how to like save the earth or go to a different planet or breathe the air on Pandora. What are we doing with our time? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, goodness gracious. And also Let's like, use some technology. I'm like, really? Why did we have to bring, I mean, I understand Stephen Lang, great actor, but like, I know I do. Why, why did we have to bring this villain back? And the worst part is, <laughs> Is he's alive again at the end of the movie? It's going to be like a retreading villain out of like a cartoon. I'm like, yeah, we should have just, honestly, I think they would have done more for the franchise to let him die. Because it would have been like, a okay, we're literally beyond that. Like, we're going to evolve as a film franchise. Jake Sully is going to evolve. I think that the capabilities of him as a villain villain are so limited because he's literally just like a soldier. Like, he follows orders that's what he does and not to say that he's not like he can't just come up with something off the top of his head but like that's not how he's wired he's going to always like answer to somebody so you can't even call him the real big bad so mm-hmm. why are we playing around with like a, a glorified henchman when we could actually have someone who's like crazy you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah it's like yeah like and also because the whole his whole deal is that it's just like a personal revenge story like yep. if, like i don't recall this being something where someone wants to do something like i don't know like i feel like they, like they only care about getting jake like they don't care about anyone else no and like they had a million chances to kill his family and didn't do jack yep i was like if you want to cripple the man that's how you bring him out mm-hmm. that's because it's like he's not gonna just leave his kid's body there like he's gonna come mm-hmm. goodness mm-hmm. yeah no i was oh, like man. i'm surprised these kids are still alive because they have been captured for half of this movie <laughs> Dude, this like littlest Tuck, I think was her name. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't believe we're captured again. <laughs> when she's tied up. I was like, yep. Yep. <laughs> I need to get out that, of there. That is your role yeah, in this dude. movie, I guess. You're 100%. just tied up. And um, <laughs> it's it was silly because like um, the whole, like, yeah, because he was like, I'll, I'll, I'll kill your kids if, if you don't surrender. And then like he starts attacking it and just like doesn't doesn't kill the doesn't kids i'm like oh it's nope. just a bluff he's like get ready like, open fire and he's like what? what what's going on here what's going on <laughs> dude dude also speaking of kids uh spider so yeah. essentially those of you listening who are in spoiler territory and have not seen the film spider is the son of what's his name quartz Quart miles quartz which is like yeah when did he have a kid i don't remember this Bro, he, I think he was just slinging it like when he was chilling. But like who? Earth. Who? And why was the and the kid was here though? But the kid was on Pandora. Like he was born here or something. Yeah. So I guess like Quartz was just like out here, you know, getting his freak on, and uh, then he goes and dies. And so they said like basically babies aren't able to go through cryo, mm. so they had to leave him there, and that's why he grew up on Pandora. It just, I know. I'm like, but like, this was like they just like introduced this character. Like, there was no mention of this in the first film, as as I can recall. No, there was. There was no mes- mention of it. Sorry, it was not. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, because I was like, who's baby? Who baby? I said, I know that's not this old man's baby. Yeah, I thought that I said, was like, um, uh, like, not. What's his, What's the guy's name? Like the doctor's name? Um, like one of the doctors. The dude with the glasses. Norm. Like... Yeah, Norm. Like Joel David okay. Moore's character. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. thought that was like his kid or something. Like it would have made more sense if it was. Like honestly. it would have. It would have. But you needed to have like a, an intrigue. You know, you needed to have like a vulnerability for this guy because I think the biggest point was that Quartz didn't have a weakness. 
he's like, I'm not the same person that was, you know, displayed when he goes to the site of his human body's like mm-hmm. remains and takes the skull and literally crushes it in his hand. And yet he's not supposed to be the same person, but he still has a soft spot for spider. Well, cause he like, which I know he's not supposed to be, he's not really the same person, but he like is like, yeah, yeah. He, he's got all the memories. He's like the personality. It's still Stephen Lang playing the character. Like it, a hundred percent. It's I don't know. It was silly. I know, I know, I know. But that was I did have a huge problem with that. Although I did like the nuance that they were, you know, all Navi. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, bro. Let's talk once again. Talking about Spider. So here's a kid who's literally raised with the Navi. He knows Jake, knows his family. He's basically like one of them, and yet he's so quick and he, and he does not like his father. No. His father comes back, they capture him, and he so quickly turns and like is kind of like, oh, like like when his dad cat catches the banshee, he's like, oh, I can't believe he did it. Like, bro, why are you not doing everything you can to get up out of there and get back to Jake? Yeah, and, like, part of me, and like it wasn't uh, immediately, I don't think it was super explored very well, but like part of me was like, oh, you know, it's hard. Even like when you, you someone who doesn't never know his father finally meets their like father, it's like probably hard for him to not kind of have like a paternal like, affection towards him even though like he kind of turns it on and off like there are moments where he just like completely turns on the guy and there are like moments where he like he saves him at the end of the movie bro 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 that was my biggest problem with this film (laughs) that was my biggest problem with this film because they have to bring him back i guess dude because like he not only did he bring he saved this man after jake was like nah we're finishing it here he didn't tell anybody mm-hmm. that he saved him, and I don't know. I bet he's not going to. So they're gonna be like, "How?" And then freaking, um, what is her name, Nakiri, mm-hmm. who's Jake's wife, was like ready to kill this kid, yeah, because she lost a son. She's like a son for a son, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's gonna be awkward down the line," because Spider looked genuinely scared, and she looked like she was really ready to kill. Well, this like kid. in the beginning of the movie, she said like he's not one. She said like she he's not one of us. Like he shouldn't be here. Ooh. Do you remember that? I didn't hear that. No, oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. It was very okay. beginning of the movie, like during like the whole like montage of kids growing up kind of thing. She like okay. mentions it. Um, that he's like, oh, sh- he should go home is what uh, she said. Also, like it, I felt like it was mentioned in the movie that he has like an avatar. And like, does he? I, I swear. I thought he, they mentioned that he does. But, I thought they were making gonna make one for him. I don't think that he had one. Oh, and then like transfer over like Jake did. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, but I don't think we can, we can trust that Joker. <laughs> Truly, although I'm curious, what did you think of what is it, Kira, Kiri, Kiri? Oh, Kiri? Yeah, Singoria, Singori Weaver's character. Singoria Weaver's, yeah, her like Avatar's child, who they don't know who the father is. Yeah, but she was born. She has the mother, and she can oddly enough, oddly enough, connect to the planet and like the goddess that they. I know she's like up. a magician, <laughs> like in a way. Well, I think it was like an immaculate conception. I think the like world kind of like when Sigoni Weaver died in the first, mm-hmm. and like they tried to or was dying, and they tried to transfer her over to her avatar. I think that's where like the Earth impregnated her, and that's why Kiri's a thing. So she when Kiri's out there in the Jesus. water, like, bro, listen to the words I'm telling you right now. <laughs> when homegirl's in the water and she's getting all the like little glowing things to go and attack and the plants to go, I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm, I've seen enough. She is the like, mas- like the dude messiah. She's the messiah. Yeah, she can hear the planet and like hear all mother yeah. or whatever uh, the name is. Um, yep, yep. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. She's gonna she's gonna have a whole Jesus arc. I'm telling you, I bet she's going to go into a desert, like meet the desert people. <laughs> she's going to go fast. The desert days, clans of Pandora. Yes. You better listen to the words I'm telling it's you. It's hard to imagine that planet having like a desert seeing as we've only seen like the most lush environment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, maybe that's what the fire nation is. <laughs> fire nation. Well, I think they're in like volcanoes because apparently they're like ash Navi or whatever. Oh my gosh. What is happening? James Cameron. Why? Yeah. He's copying oh, the fire nation from the other wow. avatar. Previously on avatar. <laughs> <laughs> 
I killed. And everything man. changed when the fire navi the attacked. Fire <laughs> okay, I actually kind of see that would be honestly forget about the humans. I'd rather see the navi like kind of fight. Like I'd rather see what that looks like. Yeah, because everybody can it tap is, it. Like I mean, on. like yeah, you could literally do what Avatar: The Last Airbender did, and like have the fire navi be like this imperialistic, industrial, nationalistic kind of culture. And, you know, they're going around trying to spread their prosperity to everyone in yep. the most evil way possible. And, bro, if they, like, kind of colluded with the humans a little bit. Oh, just yeah. To, like, y'all do I could see it. I could crazy. see it. Maybe that's where they're going what? with the other movies. I doubt it, though, because we, that'd be too I was to say, James, did we just call you on what you're thinking of next? No, I mean, um, that could, they could first. totally go in that direction. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. That'd be cool. It'd be definitely a really yeah, cool direction. Yeah, I agree. Um, it would be a little bit like we're ripping Avatar the last airbender a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. But a little bit. at <laughs> least in this scenario, the, the Fire Navi would be colluding with the Earthlings, whereas like the Fire Nation and the last airbender were kind of self sufficient. So Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. A little different. That'd be a little different. That would be dope. <laughs> that'd be dope. But good okay. Let's talk about speaking of Jake's kids. I wanted to kind of lock it on his sons, his oldest yes. son and his youngest son. Because from the jump, first scene we see them when they're basically hitting this human train that's transporting, I guess, firearms and other things. The kids are supposed to be lookouts, but the younger son pushes the older son to kind of get down there and grab a gun and do everything, which nearly results in both of them dying. And Jake ends up scolding his younger son, saying, like you're not supposed to do that. And he tells his older son, like, you know, you're supposed to watch out for your brother and not let him pull you into stupid things. And that is a repeated theme throughout. His younger son keeps just doing dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. And his older son has to back his play, like, un- even though his older son doesn't want to. Yeah. Did you anticipate where the film was going with this? Or did you... I definitely thought one of them was going to die. Um, okay. Yep. And like looking back, it was obvious that it was the older brother that was going to die. Yeah. Except I yeah, wasn't yeah. thinking that during the movie. Uh, really? Yeah, I, was, I was like, I know this Joker is one of these days. No, I just thought it was going to be one of them, not both. Or not. Um, it could have been either one. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be like. The older one. Yeah. I mean, you were definitely right. And it like 100% makes sense when I like actually think about it for more think than two seconds um <laughs> yeah it makes the most sense because yeah you know that is the theme that you literally just brought up is that uh it's you know the younger brother doing stupid stuff that leads to the older brother having to come in and save and cover his butt and you know that eventually is going to result in a tragedy in this case um death and so the reason that this happens yeah. is because he goes back for spite the younger one wants to go get spider I said we need to leave Spider behind. Spider had too many opportunities to come through. Yeah, golly. And and like in my head, I'm like, yeah, you know, that's noble. You know, you want to save somebody who's like your cousin, and I get it. You know, but uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's a butt here, but um, <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Uh, I, I just feel like Spider seemed to be doing fine in a way. Like he probably could have just gone out of there himself, but uh, yep. I, I don't know. Um. Maybe he thought he was kind of being abandoned and he didn't really want to go back. He wanted to go back to, like, the Sullys and stuff because I think he sees them more as a family than being with the humans. And I also think he kind of had, like, this weird arc with the Dr. Garvin, Dr. G, about, like, seeing, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like right. you know, the the terrible things that the, the whale hunters do to the Tolk or whatever, the Tolkien, <laughs> I'm going to keep yeah. saying after because I just, jr or tolkien uh, exactly exactly uh but is yeah i don't know but like uh, nothing really came of that and we never saw you dr g again i do think he'll probably reappear if i had to guess in the next films um okay because i feel like he was somebody who hated that he had to do this work in order to do the research yep. so yeah, I totally feel him there. I totally feel him there. And I will say, when it comes to the younger son, that's, those were the moments when I felt the film most dragged. Like, when he's stupid again yeah. and trusts the little seafaring boys to, like, go to the hunting grounds to prove that he's, I guess, a man or whatever. And they totally set him up to get killed. And then he, like, you know, meets with the Tol... Befriends a Tolkien. And you just see the sequences of him and the Tolkien hanging out. I'm like, look, dude... 
I don't care that he has a fish friend. Like, congratulations. <laughs> like, let's hurry this up. Gosh darn. Yeah, that was, that was definitely definitely dragged there. I think up to that point, I was liking this little, like, mini arc that was happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, kind of exploring this culture and, like, the way that they kind of get um, assimilated to it. But I felt like his story arc wasn't, like, he wasn't learning. Um, that was my problem. I felt like there was Bro, no progression 100%. in his character throughout the entire film and i felt like and the it, film was three hours it was almost it's almost three hour movie throughout the entire film this guy's character arc doesn't really develop and he keeps making the same stupid mistake in fact i'm looking at the runtime it's three hours and 12 minutes Woo! Um, i didn't even realize Jeez. that going in uh, uh i thought it was two hours and like 40 minutes it turns out i sat there for three hours um yeah. but uh what was interesting was like yeah, he had no character progression, and, like, I feel like he's going... I don't know if his older brother dying is going to change him in the next movie. I feel like... Hopefully it should, and I, like, I really hope that, like, that was the whole point of his character arc in this movie. But it was annoying that he's he just, like, didn't change the entire time. Yep, absolutely. It doesn't absolutely. even seem like he blames himself for it. No! No, he doesn't. He's just like, like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, he's like, oh, that sucks. Like, you know, war's war. Yeah, I'm like, this kid. This kid. So, yeah, he's like, like, he doesn't, like, feel devastated about that. Like, it doesn't, like, because it doesn't really play like it's his fault. Yep. Even though, like, it was his decision to go get Spider, they are successful in retrieving Spider, and they almost get out of there in time, and then... His older brother dies because he gets shot and then, like, bleeds out. But, like, it doesn't seem like it's... The movie doesn't even, like, play it up from that angle that it was um, his fault. You nope. know? And something that, like, killed me. The, like, last lines from the older brother were, I want to go home. Like, let's, like, can we go home? And they bury his body in the water. I said, if you ever spit in my face like that, like, oh my gosh, at least somebody so like put him on a banshee and take him back to like the land. Golly. That's so, oh, that was annoying. That's was so out. true. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. It's like, I want to go home. Like, exactly. like You'll never go home you're again. You're never going home. What are you here? Exactly. This is your home now. Yeah. Like what? It's like, and they even oh, like man. mentioned that at the end of the movie, they're like, he lies with our <laughs> ancestors. Dude. I'm like, bro, what? Oh, my God. Did he take him home? <laughs> I'm like somewhere on like the ancestral plane. This man is just like, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that's crazy. It was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my gosh! What were they thinking with that? I have no clue. Like, and the funny thing is, is like when they connect, they're like in the forest. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We went back. I was like, "You're kidding me!" Oh my gosh! That's dude. Yeah, I was sick to my stomach behind that. (laughs) Like they just portrayed his dying wish. Exactly. I wanted one thing. I wanted one thing. Oh, so sorry. So sorry. Goodness. It was pretty funny. But, uh, dude, yeah, that was that. That was hilarious to me. But I was, to your point that you expressed earlier, when Jake Sully decided that I should leave my chieftainship behind, take my family, leave the life that we've known that my wife has known forever, mm-hmm. and, like, fly to the middle of nowhere. And the only life your kids anyone. have known. Exactly. Exactly. That seemed like a little um, extreme. extreme yeah, very extreme. Yeah. Like I thought, the way of water could have been like you know, I don't know. It's hard to say because at the end of the first movie, he rallies the troops from like all these pockets of Pandora. But like yep. maybe you know, it's been years. It's been like I don't know. Like how old are these True. kids? Like fifteen. You know, it's been like fifteen yeah. years. Like, um. I don't know if Kiri's supposed to be the oldest or whatever, but um, my point is, is that maybe some like socio like political things have like changed throughout the time, like because obviously the human presence has like been there, right? Like it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like they kind of went away. There's still a bunch of researchers. They've been doing these like whale huntings and or the Tolik, I call them whales, but um, like the Tolik hunt or Tolkien hunting, and it, it doesn't seem like the presence has gone away, like. 
you know, there could have been animosity growing between like different like tribes, and it could have been a really interesting angle that if like Jake now needs help again, fifteen years later, that like he has to go and do like the way of water and like I don't know some trials or something, and like you know making peace with you know another clan another way of life learning it and like instead they kind of play through this angle of like well how do we learn you know how do we do avatar one again but uh in this movie like because now we want to just like do the same thing as we did in the first where we kind of explore all these cultures and stuff um but Mm. we can't do that because we've already done that with the forest people so now we need to do it with a completely new culture and how do we get there well let's just make them run away and like i felt like that was their thought process and they just couldn't come up with a different way to explore a different tribe's culture while still yeah. maintaining, like, you know, the villain arc that they wanted to have. Like, the, the conflict between Quaritch and Jake. Yup. Yup. Yeah, dude. It, I was like, there was a more seamless way to go about that. Yeah. It, it could have been much better if, like, they, I don't know took a different approach i don't really have a concrete example it would probably have to be completely getting rid of Quaritch's role uh and like mm-hmm. stuff like that and maybe focus more on that whole like oh we're gonna make pandora the next uh you know uh whatever uh home for humanity or what better yet like what if the way of water people needed the like what if the, that clan needed the forest clan's help or something yeah, dude. You could have brought in a little bit more in terms of the Navi. Like, I think that everybody could have been there. And it would have helped, I think, moving forward into future films, like, kind of segueing into who else is on the planet. Not so much just, like, now you've only met two people so far. Yeah, you've met, like, it, two clans, really. Yeah, because I remember there were horse people in the first one, but where were they in this one? Wait, which ones? There were, like, when Jake was flying out to, like, rally, like, support there was like a horse a horse drive in like these prairie land the badlands i don't remember the badlands uh, <laughs> everything the light touches <laughs> belongs to the navi <laughs> the sky people oh well, that's what they call the <laughs> earth guys like like yeah. what's next the air nomads of navi <laughs> hiding in the the mountains or whatever which is like <laughs> these floating mountains Bro, yeah, I forgot. That's a perfect segue into air. I had a yeah, I had a joke about like, oh yeah, I was like, yeah, Jake and his family flee to meet the Southern Water Tribe. Um. <laughs> Dude, you're right. Oh my gosh, you're a water vendor. <laughs> so. Oh man. So this is becoming Avatar: The Last Airbender. It is slowly becoming. I mean, that's what the joke was when Way of Water was announced, and like how he was talking about there's gonna be like these fire navi and stuff like that. So <laughs> people are like, well, the, when the fire navi attacked. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait yeah, for that. Can't wait for it either. Uh, but they've apparently already started shooting number three. Like it's already. Bro, yeah. So for the kids. James Cameron wanted to avoid the problem that Stranger Things ran into when it was like the kids actually started getting older. And so the scenes from them when they were younger, like they had to go back and have like body doubles and just animate the faces on. Like he's, he said he's filmed all the scenes that the kids will be like required in so that um, when they're aging, like he. Yeah, I read that too, that like by the fourth one, there's gonna be like a bit of a time jump. So like they're going to start off young and then we're going to time jump and they're going to be like older, but uh, we're not going to see that movie Mm. for some time it's just kind of wild when that we have our, our kids <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just it's just kind of wild that they've already like planned that so heavily um, yeah right craziness craziness uh, but i do think that we're gonna probably get all five movies seeing as that this is the third highest grossing film of all time yeah i think you're right. and that the right. first i mean like if you look at the top three it's just avatar and then avatar 2 bro james cameron literally owns like a, a, he- a healthy portion of the real estate. Uh, Dude, I'm pretty top, sure like, he uh, is like all the top. The movies. highest like he's like the highest grossing movies. He's Titanic. Yeah, he's he's three of the top four. Yep, yep. You're right. Goodness, kind of wild. <laughs> Very much so. Very much. So. And funny story. So, um, originally, uh, and. <laughs> 
when um, he was casting for Avatar 1, he wanted uh, Matt Damon to play the role of Jake Sully. Wow. And so, yeah, exactly. He um, then said, like, you know, I'll give you, I think it was like 10% of the gross of the film. And uh, Matt Damon was like, eh, I'm okay. Dude would have made $250 million off of one film. That's insane. And he turned it down. Now, I mean, I don't mind Sam Worthington. I think he was a good Jake. But I was like, yeah, It is funny that, like, Sam Worthington, like, I don't really see that guy in much. (laughs) (laughs) No, you do not. But gosh darn it, when Avatar comes, my man is there. (laughs) That guy can oh live gosh. off Avatar earnings probably for the rest of his uh, life. Oh, 100%. I'm always like, yeah, I I would totally do that. Like, just knock out a couple good films and then just, like, psh, fade into obscurity. He apparently received 5% of the gross revenue from the first one, I think. Wait, or oh, is my this, God. Or is this, oh, oh that might have been... Um, the second this most recent one yeah but dude still are you kidding me right now five percent of gross revenue like... let's see what that is it's at 2.2 billion right now um yep. that's yeah. a let's see it's like 110 mil i'm gonna check my math check my math five percent oh i know that's not a viewpoint yeah 100 mil <laughs> bro i'm telling you you would not see me again <laughs> in this world this guy's gonna i mean oh how should you get paid for the first one like that's gonna be what if he got like a hundred thousand dollars something like that yeah Which he was still ridiculous yeah it was just a lot like for sure but this guy um probably still made a couple mil after avatar over time and then you know now he's gonna make like a hundred million off of the second one and then the third and fourth, and th- bro, he's gonna be stacked. His like great grandchildren. Because he was a, reportedly he received ten million just for his work in the movie, and then he gets five percent of the gross revenue on top of that. Oh my gosh, dude! Ah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's wild. That's crazy. It's wild. Yes, it is. Yes. All right. Well, oh my gosh. is there anything else you want to talk about within that? I was gonna say that. <laughs> Dude, there was, I mean, there's so much to this film, like so many layers, so many things we could just spend hours analyzing. At the end of the day, I think that any Avatar entry is going to be like a, a thematic experience. Yeah. So, that's uh, a theatric experience. So, uh, yeah, like I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to another. I don't know when I'm going to go back and like watch the first, watch the second again. But I know in time like it will be as enjoyable i feel like as it or close to as enjoyable as it was the first time mm-hmm. um so I, I appreciate what's what's being made yeah i mean it, it's just it's like a fun movie experience and you know i'll appreciate that it's not star wars or marvel uh, in a way because i feel like those are the two like biggest franchises right now um that really dominate the space all owned uh, even avatars disney is kind of insane um all yeah, those, right, bro. these are all disney franchises um Literally, Little Mermaid saved them. Apparently, they were on like the brink of bankruptcy. They made the Little Mermaid, had a resurgence, and they've just been buying like different kinds of, uh, I guess, like franchises and other, like you know, ESPN oh, and ABC, all the other. And they are set. They are stacked. That's wild. That's crazy. Yes, it, yes, it is. Um, yes, it is. yeah, but uh, I, I, I kind of, I, I tend to agree. I think these are fun movies to kind of experience in theaters just like on the visuals alone like it was a pleasant time like i enjoyed myself like i didn't like you know leave that movie feeling disappointed i had a good time even oh i mean i like i wasn't too stoked about story elements um but (laughs) i ultimately i just i had a good time It, it was three hours and it didn't really feel like three hours weirdly enough um for me at least yeah, uh, yeah, no, I I would say it went definitely went by super fast, so I didn't it didn't feel like to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would agree. And then I, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that the third one doesn't do the whole you know imperialism theme again. Um, but you know, with Korch being alive at the end, I really don't know if they're just gonna retread this villain arc again and again and again. Uh, but it would be very very cool if they kind of like explored more of like the conflict between navi because i think that's much more interesting and like you can kind of juxtapose that against 
whatever like human conflict there is kind of going on um and, and i feel like that could be kind of like an existential kind of threat on like if especially if you have like this uh internal conflict between navi tribes and then you still have like this existential threat of like humans kind of coming to your planet and stuff but it would be cool i hope they do it <laughs> i do too i do too um uh, but yeah so anything else you'd like to add there palmer uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, I hope you have because we literally went through all the spoilers. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely check it out. Worth the watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking forward to installment number three. Yeah, I'll see it in two years. Um, yes, indeed. But all right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. This has been the What You Got podcast. I'm your host, or we're your hosts, Charlie Bud and Jordan Palmer. You can find us on social media, which is where? You can find us on Twitter at What You Got Cast, which is spelled W H A T C H A, or on Instagram at What You Got Podcast, which is spelled the same way. And next week, we'll actually, you know, this week we're going to be doing a double header. Uh, we're going to try to Ooh-hoo. get out a Oscars predictions episode before the Oscars come out this weekend. Um, so stay tuned for that a little special episode. And then uh, next week, we'll probably come back to our regularly scheduled program and talk about the Oscars because that is coming up quickly. Um, and yeah, so we're, we got, we're going to be a little busy for sure over here. I'll, I mean, I'll certainly be busy. I got movies to watch. Um, yes, sir. It's cool to do. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you can catch us every Monday evening. Stay tuned on social media. Make sure you follow us for you ever get in your podcast so you can be notified for when our next episode drops, especially since the Oscar one is not going to be coming out on your regularly scheduled Monday evenings. Till next time.